Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Conley waiting for a Gobert pick. Guarded by Brooks. Right side to Bogdanovich. Bounces back to Conley. Through the lane. Lobs to Rudy. Slam dunk. Mike Conley comes off a pick. Fires the three on the right side and hits another. Mike Conley's got six three-pointers tonight. Bringing back memories for the fans in the house of Mike Conley at his vintage Memphis Grizzlies stage. NBA free agency is underway. Mike Conley back with the Jazz. Three years, $72.5 million. Not surprised by the result, PK. We talked about that yesterday. Surprised at all by the face, the uh, price tag. Or even that, that's pretty much the ballpark. Yeah, I can't say I'm surprised. No, I can't. I mean, this guy's going to make over $200-plus million to put a ball in a basket, man. He can build another gym. Nice. A whole complex. <laughs> You know, like think that thing they used to have at the point in the mountain that they were going to be a big uh, gym with many, many courts and all that. Yep. It's gone for about 10 ownerships. It is now <laughs> a distribution center for a multi-level marketing company. Oh, it's uh, not even a gym anymore. Huh? They nope. finally ran out of people who wanted to make it a... Mm-hmm. So in other words, it's BYU North? Yes. <laughs> Sits right there by BYU Alpine, so... It's not that it couldn't make it as a gym. It's just more valuable. As a distribution center. There you go. I don't think it could make it. Why build new? <laughs> Why build a new warehouse? We'll just convert that gym. Vintage Mike Conley, what they had in Memphis. Would you get vintage Mike Conley here? Is there still more vintage? I believe there is. I think the question is how many nights a year will you get vintage Mike Conley? That's the way it slowed down for the statues late in their career. Instead of doing it four nights out of five, they were doing it three nights out of five. And then it was uh, one night out of three at the end. How many nights can you do it? Hey, now. <laughs> You're an old the Doc's, the Doc's going to join us in a minute. <laughs> uh, Mikey, man. Good for him. Is what they wanted, what he wanted. To me, it was a no-brainer. Run it back. Maybe we can get vintage Mike Conley in 2010-11, in which he played 81 games. I would bet against that. At this point, how much do you care about the regular season and how much do you care about the playoffs? If he plays 55 games, but he's available for the playoffs, and I realize they had two series this year and only one the year before, but the year before he's available for the playoffs. and People pay good money to watch these guys play. True story. This may be the night. Could be. So, uh, I mean, I care about the regular season. Sure. I'll yeah. bet against the 81, though. Salt Lake City Summer League begins action tonight. Vivint Smart Home Arena doubleheader. Memphis Grizzlies facing the Utah Jazz Blue Team, followed by the San Antonio Spurs against the Utah Jazz White Team. We'll have the games for you here on the Zone Network. Think we'll see any guys who are who've been at the end of the bench, kind of hidden for a while, and they come out and dominate and announce, hey, I'm ready to contribute. I'm ready to be in the rotation. I don't think they'll dominate, no. But yeah, if you can't dominate in the summer league, then your odds of being in rotation go way down. Really? 
I believe that, yes. You have to dominate in the summer league? I think the guys who have been ready to move into rotation, young guys, you can pick whatever young guys come through the organization. I think they've been excellent in well, the summer I don't need any of these league. young guys to play in the rotation. I've already got my rotation. I mean, I really like the blue team. <laughs> of course, you can call the regular jazz the blue it team, I guess. Hey-oh! <laughs> that just came to you. Free association, people. It is on. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Team USA powering the way into the semifinals of the Olympics. They beat Spain 95-81. An early blast from Ricky Rubio. 13 quick points in the first quarter. But USA down 10, rallied to tie it up at halftime. And then the second half, they pull away and win by 14. They are into the semis. Rudy Gobert and France are into the semis. 85-75. They take down Italy. So if you lose, you're out now? If you lose in this round, you're going to finish between 5th and 8th, and you get no medal. So you're out. Yep, it's all single elimination here. It's NCAA tournament now, baby. One and done. And they play the winner of Australia-Argentina. Who are still playing, right? Fourth semi still going? They're still going. Australia's up 51-45. to Slovenia beat Germany 94-70. So Luka Doncic versus Rudy Gobert. Luka is 17-0 playing for Slovenia. Well, that's good. But not Evan Fournier, just Rudy Gobert. Okay, and and Nick Batum. And you can go down the front. Nicky Nicky Batum. Nicky Batum. Staying with the Clippers. The NBA announced the 2021-22 salary cap will be $112 million, $136 million for the luxury tax. It's about $4 million higher on the cap than originally anticipated. And the money was flowing yesterday, PK. The announcements came out, and holy cow, there's some big numbers being thrown around there. Yeah, I mean, this is a league that, you know, they had to uh, furlough people and roll back salaries of the common Joes. And but if you can put the ball in a hoop, man, you're pay you. ain't getting rolled back. Nope, you're getting life changing money, more of it in many cases. Atlanta gave Trey Young 207 million. The Thunder gave Shade Gilgis Alexander 172 million. Chris Paul gets four years and 120 million to stay with the Suns. Jimmy Butler four years and 184 million to stay with the Miami Heat. You get the ushers get furloughed. Yes. <laughs> okay. Norman Powell, ninety million in five years to stay in Portland. Is that going to make Damian Lillard happy? I don't know that it'll make him sad. <laughs> Won't make Norman Powell sad. That'd be good. Kyle Lowry was a guy who changed. Most of these deals uh, are largely guys staying put, but Kyle Lowry is on the move. Miami sign and trade with Toronto, three years, ninety million for Kyle Lowry. Does that make uh, Miami top tier in the East, or do you think they're second tier? What health do they have? And he's older now. Can he yeah. continue to do it? I'm thinking second so. tier. I don't think they're on the tier with the Bucks and the, the Nets. Yeah, maybe those teams aren't healthy, and that becomes I the mean, top tier. But. Who's on the tier? How do you define the tier? Do I pick them as the favorite? No. But... Does he really care? I mean, he gets to play basketball in Miami. Is that the goal here? Three years and ninety million, <laughs> and that'd be pretty good. Yeah. All right. Well, 
There are most of the uh, the big name deals. There are more of them, and we will get into your reaction to day one of free agency and that uh, spending spree, and we will do that in the next segment. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Colts quarterback Carson Wentz undergoing surgery for his foot injury. He's going to miss at least five, maybe as many as 12 weeks. Head coach Frank Reich said it's an old injury, possibly from high school. A broken bone came loose in Wentz's foot after he felt a twinge when he rolled out on a pass last Thursday. Carson so, Wentz is having a lot of injuries. A broken bone came loose. If it hadn't come loose, you'd still be fine to play with a broken bone? Apparently, which I find odd in the foot, but I guess it's not weight-bearing, so I guess he'd been rolling with it. Weight-bearing, huh? Yes. Five to 12 weeks. Five weeks, that's right uh, at the start of the season. Maybe you miss a game. Twelve weeks, you're getting pretty close it, to the middle that's of the an, year. That's an unusual time frame. It's like four that's, to six, six yeah, to eight, yeah, no. five to 12. I agree. It seems like it's a, uh, a big spread. It reminds me of the great upsets of the 12 seeds and the fives. <laughs> 12 versus five, baby. One or two of them win every year. So the question is, do the Colts want to make a move? Nick Foles, his name is out there. He's already been asked about it and commented on it. They want to go get somebody else's uh, third stringer to be their backup because behind Carson Wentz, they've got a, a string of rookies and free agents and Jake guys who barely played. Yeah, they got they got some Pac-12 guys there. One of the 14 Jakes at quarterback they had. Yep. Minnesota, court, Minnesota Vikings <clears throat> have lost four quarterbacks due to COVID-19 protocols, including star Kirk Cousins, Nate Stanley, Kellen Mond, one of the backups, tested positive, despite the fact he had been vaccinated, leaving Jake Browning as the lone quarterback available. Cousins and Stanley deemed high-risk close contacts because they're unvaccinated. They got to isolate for five days before they're eligible to return. Mike Zimmer did not snore. He more snorted. <laughs> I tune out when you go with that stuff, man. That is way too detailed. <laughs> Bills GM Brandon Bean told the Associated Press on Monday he's given himself until the start of the regular season in September to negotiate a long-term extension with quarterback Josh Allen for tabling discussions on the matter until the season is over. Second-best quarterback in that division. Behind? Zach Wilson, who's 22 years of age today. Tom Brady, 44 years of age today. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. South Lake Carroll High School top-rated quarterback prospect Quinn Ewers announced he is graduating early and he will enroll at Ohio State for this season rather than next year, ostensibly to capitalize on name, image, and likeness opportunities. We've seen guys go a semester early. Now he's going a whole year early. Forget holding a kid back so he can dominate kids who are a year younger. He's moving up. It's like a boxer moving up in weight class. Well, it happens in plenty of other sports. Why not here? Because football is big, and you need you got to be big and take the pounding, and you need a year to physically develop. How would big be the is common he? answer? I don't know how big he is, <laughs> and I don't know, know he's not big, and I don't know that he cares about the extra year. Probably planning on going in three years anyway to the NFL. So I move think it along. he's worried about getting money this next season. This is a money decision. Everything's a money decision. Including the Alabama Board of Trustees, who Monday approved a contract extension for football coach Nick Saban. They'll pay him an average of $10.6 million during the contract, with the final year coming in at $11.5 million. When's that? 
I do not know. Is it five years rolling deal? 28 will be the final. No, it's seven years. Yeah. Quinn Ewers, by the way, six foot three, two hundred and ten pounds. He'll be seventy six at that point, isn't he? Sixty nine. It's Correct, seven yeah. years. He'll be seventy six. For him, we'll get that contract reworked in a couple of years after another national championship. Another? Another? Only one? I was gonna say another. Two, I don't. I don't have three? to wait for two. Oh, if he gets two or three, then I'll get it redone two or three times. I anticipate my Alabama national titles one at a time. The Big 12 Conference could see the value of its TV deal cut in half once Texas and Oklahoma leave for the SEC. Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlesby said that Monday at a hearing of Texas lawmakers. Been plenty of speculation about that in the media, and he went right out there and said it on the record. They're closing in on $40 million. I guess they'll be a little under $20 million-ish. Perhaps that'll change a little bit if someone gets added we'll see how that plays out but taking a hit there usc wide receiver brew mccoy has been suspended from team activities following a felony domestic violence arrest july 24th in la mccoy was arrested on suspicion of domestic violence towards a spouse or other cohabitant according to an la police spokesperson he's released on fifty thousand dollars bond has court date set for november 24th according to the la sheriff's department Online records, other details about his arrest, unavailable. But November 24th, that wipes out the season, PK, if he's suspended until that hearing. That's true. That would be that for him. We were just talking about him yesterday as a part of a big one-two punch for them in the passing game. wouldn't use that word. Yeah, you're right. That's not the right expression for this story. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Bam Boom swings and launches one to deep right center field. Valet going back. It's up there. It's out there, and it's gone. A home run. Anthony Bam Boom with a three-run blast, and the Bees take the lead at 10-8. Cicchini chops one up the middle, past second base, and threw into center field. Here comes Wong around third. No throw. It's an RBI single for Gavin Cicchini, and the Bees take an 11-10 lead. And the Bees beat Albuquerque 11-10. The series finale is set for 6.35 tonight. You can catch the action streaming online before lading shift shifting back to the airways following the conclusion of the Salt Lake City Summer League action here on the Zone Sports Network. I'm confused. He said Major League Baseball, and then we went with the Bees. Because Cause. technology betrayed Cause. him. Because be, <laughs> bees, because technology betrayed him and he does not have the major AAA highlights. affiliate, okay? Well, because. Well, because. The Angels recalled Joe Adele from the Bees. He's expected to make his major league debut for the club. He's hit 23 homers for the Bees so far this That's season. That's not true. He made his major league debut last year. And Yankees ace Garrett Cole has tested positive for COVID-19 and will not make his scheduled start tonight. Yankees got beat by Baltimore 7-1. Are they going to get it going here, PK, or are they just going to kind of uh, meander along and maybe squeeze into that last wild card or maybe get squeezed out by the A's and either the Rays or Red Sox? That's a lot of squeezing going on. Yeah. (laughs) Sing it. What's the song? Uh, Isn't it the Who? What is it? I don't know. Isn't it Journey? Loving, touching, <laughs> feeling, squeezing. Oh, that's another one. Yeah. Oh, there's one by the Who, too. I think what right. is it? Mama's got a squeeze yeah. box. Daddy yeah. never sleeps at night. Ba-na, ba-na. All right.
Anything shock, stun, and amaze you in the major leagues yesterday? Anything you care about? So he didn't put anything down there, and now you're putting it. Well, on the Giants game. beat your Diamondbacks, eleven to eight. And you managed to tell me every time they lose. <laughs> I don't care so much about that; more about the Giants winning. <laughs> and why do you mention when they lose all the time? Why didn't you say the Giants won? Uh, let's see. I have I have the MLB app, so there's a whole lot of stuff going on in MLB. The Giants. Yeah, that was a crazy game. They were up seven to one, and it needed extra innings to win Chris Bryant with the ball club man he can make a significant addition if their pitching can hold on this would be a phenomenal story and Buster don't call me James Posey will go down as the second greatest catcher of all time behind Johnny Bench if he wins four World Series come on man four who's he competing with there greatest Johnny catchers Johnny Bench I just said for this se- who's he competing with for the second spot Johnny's number one Yogi Berra Roy Campanella. I mean, Yogi won 10. The Yankees Manny were Sanguian. <laughs> Manny Sanguian. Good pull right there. <laughs> that was nice. There's a lighter day. Yes, the Giants uh, pick up a half game on the Dodgers and Padres. They weren't playing. So. Monday or Thursday can Sometimes be off get days that, in get the big leagues. Travel yeah. day going on. Right, yeah. So. All right. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There is no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up at 8 o'clock, Josh. Josh Newman, Utes beat writer for the Salt Lake Tribune, will join us to talk about the start of the Utes camp. It is on. Josh will be here at 8 o'clock. Eric Pincus, NBA writer and capologist for Bleacher Report. And NBA TV is going to join us at 9.30. So we try to figure out teams' moves going forward. Pick the low-hanging fruit in free agency, largely teams, given nine-figure contracts to their stars and re-upping them. But now the finer moves around the edge. How's this going to work? We'll get to that with Eric Pincus coming up at 9.30. DJ and PK also will get you updated on uh, Australia and Argentina. Will Joe Ingles in Australia advance to the semis to play the United States? Stay with us, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. The Top 60 and 60 is back on the Zone Sports Network. Get your college football fix every day at 1.30 as the Zone counts you down to the start of the 2021 season by listing off the top 60 players in the state of Utah as voted on by the local media. You'll also hear from the coaches as they talk about the players that will impact their season the most. It's the Top 60 and 60, weekdays at 1.30, presented by Cypress Credit Union and ICON, on your home of the the best college football coverage in Utah. 975-1280 the zone and the Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK in the morning is proudly presented by Mark Miller Subaru. It is time for the question of the day. Who has helped themselves so far in free agency? Hector says, well, all the players are getting paid. That's some big money. Those are the going rights. So who's helped themselves? The guys who inked the contract. I don't think that was the point of your question, PK. But Hector's right. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I said it 20 years ago. You, you play pro sports, you win. I mean, they had just have enormous amounts of money, life-changing money that they wouldn't get anywhere else, most likely. 
And they got it now. Yeah, good for them. Way to go. So we've got uh, other people who took the question in the spirit intended. David said, I always feel like the Lakers clean up. I know a few of these guys are out of their prime, but they seem to get big names that can still contribute. I'll also say Miami did well. So the Lakers, Dwight Howard, Trevor Ariza, Wayne Ellington, Nick Van Exel, Alex Caruso gone to Chicago. Eddie Jones. Other guys headed in Eddie Jones. <laughs> Going to hit the 90s. That's your decade right now, huh? <laughs> Eddie Jones. Nice. Why not? They're bringing back all the old timers. Dwight Howard getting a second go round. Trevor Ariza getting a second go round. Trevor, he's only been with them twice. I have lost track of all of Trevor Ariza's moves. <laughs> I mean, he stayed in the league for more than a decade, so that's great. But uh... yeah, they're going with the veterans, obviously, because they're in a win now mode. Uh, rookies aren't going to get it done for you, most likely. And they don't even want to risk it. So forget about it. Just get guys and come in uh, who should already have received a ton of money and acclaim. Uh, so go ahead and, and if we call on you, be ready to go. You've played a long time. For Trevor Ariza, this will be year 17. He's played 16, getting ready for 17. And he's been in playoff games, and so none of that should surprise him. He's a local kid, too. It's high school ball at one of the powers over there, Westchester, I think it is. Played for the Lakers back in 2008 and 9. Eddie Azam, longtime coach for Westchester. That's some detail right there. <laughs> you don't get that everywhere. <laughs> yeah, they were a power. So is that it, the Lakers? If they're healthy, they're good now? They got enough shooting? Uh, none of these guys jump out at you as, as being uh, big-time difference makers. It's going to be reliant upon the stars that they have. These guys are all veteran role guys, but I don't think that in and of themselves they're going to carry it anywhere. They can help you. I think everybody, pretty much everybody, got better, if I want to look at it that way. Well, for the Lakers, Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, Anthony Davis will make a combined $120 million. And earlier, I just gave you the cap number and the luxury tax number. I mean, that's basically it. Everybody else, they, and they didn't announce a lot of the, the numbers on these deals, but everybody else, a mill or two, come in and do your thing. You're a rebounder, you're a shooter, you're a defender, whatever. But it's those three carrying the load. Yeah, so I don't think that's changed any, by any stretch with the addition of these guys. But I think they're, the overall point of it is obviously win-now mode. Veterans are where it's at. And so we're going to go with these guys, and they're going to be trained as far as what they need to do, and they're going to know what they need to do. And the learning curve is not going to be that great. There's not going to be any big adjustment to the league or any of that stuff. They're not going to hit the rookie wall and all those other cliches that ex-jocks like to tell you about. All that stuff's out. They know what they're getting into, and they're going to make a run. Now That's their goal. That's just like Justin Zanuck said, we have championship aspirations. So that's what they're thinking, too, here locally. And they're not alone. Several teams are thinking that. 
The Suns are the team that got out of the West and got to the NBA Finals, so I guess technically everybody chasing them. Most of their starting lineup was already under contract. Chris Paul wasn't, and they got him back for the big deal, so go time for the Suns. That'd be feeling pretty good. Run it back. You were the team. You got there. You were two games away. Uh, sure. Yeah, they should feel fine. Uh, he's going to be 37. Uh, he's going to be in his 40s if this, this thing plays out. But Yeah, but you brought up the baseball comparison to pool holes. If the guy's big time, you sign him, you get what you get on the front end of the deal, and hopefully you get it all. And to the back end, well... You know you're not going to get it all, but you got to overpay. Somebody, if you don't, somebody else is going to, and then you don't get the guy, and you don't have a shot in the first year or two. If you just subtract him and don't add anybody else, I mean, they added, uh, they re-signed Cameron Payne. Yep, he was their backup. Uh, I don't know if he can be good enough to start on a, on a team that's a title contender, but they don't have to worry about that. I wouldn't expect to. And Chris Paul, it's not like he had a dominant statistical season. So uh, his role is a little bit different because they've got emerging guys. You know, Booker is an emerging player, and obviously Aiton is, and then they've got some role players, see how good they can get, Bridges being one. Uh, so, what, you know, what can they do there? Uh, so they don't necessarily need him to be the Chris Paul at his very best of Chris Paul that he's been throughout this league for several years. I mean, they need him to be very good, and there's no reason to think why he wouldn't be very good. So now what we wait on is Kawhi Leonard. Is he really going back to the Clippers? Seems like the assumption, but man, if there was a name missing from that list, and if there was a Western contender that everybody's going to list right away, it's the Clippers. And the name is Kawhi Leonard... And they probably get him back, but it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, who would want him? Somebody who doesn't want to win this season, but likes him through his mid-30s. And There's a team out there who doesn't want to win this season. Well, it doesn't sound like he's going to be available for much of this season. So I think it would be a hard sell to bring him in and tell your fans, we're going to win it with Kawhi this year. Yeah. Kawhi's back this year and plays. Uh, we think we'll be pretty good, but man, next year we'll be really good. Well, you don't have to say anything like that to you. You don't, you don't have to speak to the fans. The Mavericks and the Knicks are the two names that are getting thrown around the most. You love Kawhi Leonard, man. He's your guy. It's probably a little oversold, but sure. <laughs> He's won two NBA titles. They don't not like him. Yeah. It's all right. You can like him. I think there's still other guys out there. I mean, you've got DeMar DeRozan as a player. What's Schroeder going to do with the Lakers? Mills, Millsap. These are all guys that are still out there. Marketing, young player for the Bulls. They're going to bring him back. They went ahead and got uh, Lonzo Ball. I like that move for them. I thought Alonzo took a huge step forward last season. And what uh, what is his uh, role going forward? Reggie Jackson played very well in the postseason. We saw it firsthand. So, uh, 
Neto played way better than I thought he was capable of playing for Washington. Uh, the Jazz still have to decide, and the Yang has to decide, what are, what are his options? What do the Jazz want out of him? Do they bring him back? So there's a lot of stuff still to be decided, I think. And sure, uh, Leonard is the biggest name, but he's going to be out. I mean, I'm not really concerned with him for now. You know, Maybe when we get to March, we'll see where he's at. But still, there's still plenty of players out there who can help your team. Lou Williams scoring off the bench, obviously. Oubre shown flashes with Phoenix and the Warriors. Where does he fit and where does he take the next step? Yeah. Because you're right, a lot of this has been about going out and getting veterans. Guys, you know exactly who they are. The Nuggets, well, the Nuggets brought back a lot of their guys, but then they also brought in Jeff Green. Louis Scola getting a standing ovation. Oh, is it all over for Argentina and it's all over for Scola? And he's crying on the bench. Playing his last game for Argentina. How old is he now? 41. 41 years old. And he's extremely emotional. The Australians have pulled away. 93-56. And Scola... 93-56? And blown that thing wide open. Yeah, 50 seconds to go. 94-56. And he's very emotional on the bench. He looks dramatically different, too, with the shorter hair. Shorter hair, and he's lost some weight. He's got some gray around the side. I was going to say the gray temple look is... Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's got much more an accountant look. Yeah. Before, he looked like somebody who'd been... Uh, a statesman for his country's basketball. Yep. Hiking the length of the continent or something out in the wilds. Congratulations to Luis Scola. I mean, obviously, he doesn't want to go out this way, but Australia's now a real threat. They seem to be better than ever. And as you know, I mean, you discussed that for weeks when they beat that U.S. team in a practice game. This is your big time, man. You're, you're kind of torn because you made such a big deal out of that that if they lose when it counts, you're going to look stupid. No, I've looked stupid before. I'm totally adjusted to that, so it's not a big right. deal. So, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and root for the U.S. If I, I get don't, I don't the know that you are. Watch. I don't know that you well, are. I am. I'm telling you. I don't. You. I, I don't. Calling me a liar to my face. I appreciate. I don't that. necessarily believe you. <laughs> calling me a liar to if my you, face. If you want to put words in my mouth, that's your call. I don't necessarily believe it, but you at least want it close. Whereas I want the U.S. to stomp the crap out of Australia, send them back to wherever it is they came from, someplace over there. They've had close games before, usually actually with Spain. This was one of the more decisive wins they've had over Spain. They've had close games before and pulled it off. So you're torn. You're like the U- <laughs> some U.S. citizens who rooted against the women's soccer team because somebody knelt. Do you know anybody like that? Uh, I don't know. I didn't really talk to anybody about it, but I'm sure looking on social media that there's – Thousands, not millions, who are into that. We could put that out there, but I figure that's too political for you. I have been more than willing to delve into politics on this show, but you have backtracked a la Deion Sanders trying to make a tackle. I think you're misremembering, but that's fine. 
I think I'm accurate because I went to the Walter Cronkite School of Journalism and they preach accuracy. <laughs> but you got over it. <laughs> you shook it off. Shook it off. I embraced it fully to the point of being able to rise to the highest level possible. And Award, award-winning columnist. But yet continuing media career that is approaching the halfway point. <laughs> 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 With the whole accuracy thing out the window. What are you talking about, but man? The, the math was never your, me, uh, your specialty. Man. I'm in my prime. <laughs> I got years to go. Nothing's slowing me down. 30 down, 30 to go. Yeah. Heck, my father did it. Why wouldn't I do it? Yeah. Nothing but a janitor's son. I've never forgotten that. That ought to be a song. So back to your NBA. <laughs> I know on the NBA. That's awesome. Well, you were talking when I interrupted you. You did. And it wasn't announce, even on soccer. To no announce less. Australia's going through. <laughs> well, you got there, though. I knew you would. <laughs> All hail the manifesto. Yeah. <laughs> so you're making a point about Jeff Green. You probably forgot, but I'm here to remind you. He's played for 10 teams in 13 years. This will be 11 teams in 14 years, but they signed him to a two-year contract. Will he finish it? Who did? Do, the Nuggets. We were discussing the Nuggets, bringing back a lot of their own guys, adding Jeff Green. You brought up Millsap, and he's probably squeezed out given who they've signed and how much money they've signed. I would agree. I, I would expect that he is not back in Denver. I don't know where he'll end up. Is this the end, or will he try to do another year or two? Yeah, I don't know what's on his mind. He probably has enough money to survive, <laughs> I would mm. think, uh, at 36 years of age. What a run. One of my favorite jazz players of all time. Just love the way he showed up to work every single day. He was the epitome of a Jerry Sloan player. If you look at guys who really reflected what Jerry Sloan was about, I think Millsap was right at the top of the list. Not necessarily anything close to the most talented, but here to work, wasn't interested in any nonsense, just wanted to play the game, would give interviews, wasn't flamboyant, uh, but would talk, had no problem speaking, and just, just he just modeled it what Jerry Sloan was as a coach. I didn't see Jerry play as a player, but I've certainly heard enough about him that I think that's the way he played. You know, did the interviews because that was part of the gig and it was responsible to do it. And so he did it, but he went to work every day. And Millsap, if this is the end, I just paid homage to Louis Scola. Same thing for Paul Millsap. Uh, Obviously a deep second round pick, not even a high second round pick. (laughs) And managed to play and thrive all these years. Absolutely. It's what, it's what you know, you, we all love the stars and the Donovan Mitchells are exciting and all these players. But there's something to be said for somebody like a Paul Millsap who just, I'm going to get there and I'm going to get there on the strength of my desire and ability to work. And that's what Paul Millsap did for all this time. And congratulations to him. One of my most admired jazz guys. I was intrigued by what the Spurs did. You know, they went and signed McDermott, who's a shooter, and Zach Collins, kid who played one season at Gonzaga and with Portland, has a lot of skill, but you talk about injury, just being battered constantly by injury, but yet the Spurs went ahead and signed him. You know, what can he bring to that team if he's healthy? Probably something, but can he find any degree of health? Hasn't been able to. 
So why does that uh, intrigue you so much? The Spurs? Because they sign an injured guy. And they, the, they need a star. Do you think they think they found that, or is just a value? Oh, I don't know. He's that. a value guy Zach if he stays Collins healthy. A and, star. I mean, yeah. uh, would put him as a good player. I, mean, I showed promise as a freshman, and also they signed McDermott, and they've been reluctant to go with the three. And McDermott is a three-point shooter. So are they changing? Are they deciding? Hey, we need to get a little more modern here. Going with him. I think that they've thought that for a long time, and I think they've been more willing to go with the three. But I think the players they were able to get. It wasn't really their game, and I, I think they went away with, from it more because of that. That, you know, with LaMarcus Aldridge, and they were able to get him, but the three wasn't his game. Yeah, but he's been out a couple years now. He has. He has. I'm just intrigued by them going in that direction. Uh, but they need to make some moves. I mean, I don't consider them a threat at all. So we'll see. Okay. Well, that's why I was surprised when you said but I'm you were still, intrigued. I was that. intrigued that they went with those two guys. Yeah. I don't know what the market was for a McDermott. You know, I think somebody like the Lakers could have used him as a, as a three. Did yeah, the story say how much, could, how much money he got? Because that would be the thing with the Lakers, as you're right. Oh, McDermott, three years, $42 40, million? Yeah, yeah, the Lakers million. just don't have that kind of money. No. So... At fourteen million, and I don't blame Doug McDermott for taking going the to money. get the money. Yeah, I mean, I, I that to me, uh, that's the number one thing: get the cash, guaranteed money, and if you should win upon that, great. Especially for him, when these teams that need his skill set don't have near the amount of money. You know, I guess if it's if the Lakers could offer twelve million. Versus 14, well, then you, do you place a little higher priority on winning? Because uh, you could probably get by just fine 12 versus 14. I wouldn't have any idea, but I'm assuming uh, you could. But that wasn't the case. The money would have been drastically different because they've already tied up their money and all these other players. So you can see what McDermott is thinking. Hey, it's substantial, probably double the amount of money. Well, of course you're going to take that. $42 million for three years at 29 years of age. If they're out in the first round or don't make the playoffs, well, you got three years and forty-two yeah, million. I mean, it's you know it's up to the organization to get other quality players to make a playoff push. So you can see why he would do that. Then you look at somebody like the Bulls, man. They're offering they're going to be twenty-one million to Ball. And the, you knew the Bulls once they got Donovan, got past Boylan as a coach, that they were going to make a run. And that's a that's an intriguing signing for him, for them, I should say. And what about New Orleans? Because New Orleans, man, they push Zion on us as far as, man, this is a guy you want to watch. This is a team on the come. Well, then they turn around and they just lose one of their guys. Where, what are they doing? Going, to, going sideways at is best. Is that what it is? Going sideways at best in a hyper-competitive West where they were not only not good enough to make the playoffs, but they weren't good enough to get into the playing games. Correct, yeah. Didn't miss by much, but they did miss. And Ball was good for him. And I don't want to oversell him. I feel like he's been oversold big time. But uh, Before. And he was better. You're right. He was better. But he's you know becoming a veteran in the league. He's supposed to get better. Yeah, at 23. And I don't know who they're, how they're supposed to 
plug someone in there and be better because they Ooh, need to be the, the Pelicans. How are they well, they, plug they got in Graham out of Charlotte, paying him eleven seven. I'm obviously looking at the list here. Uh, and he's an okay player. But it just seemed like then they just changed coaches. Who's the, they hired somebody from Phoenix. Was it Willie Green? Was he the latest guy to take over that team? Yep, Willie Green, the new yeah. head coach of the yeah. Pelicans. It just seemed like they've had five coaches in the last five years. Because they have yeah. chasing the Kings they in that regard. cycled through a bunch of them. At Caruso to the Bulls also at $9 million. This was a dude who was just languishing somewhere in the G League. Yeah. Nice, nice story, man. But the Bulls have a long way to go. Ten games under five hundred. Another team that couldn't make it to the play-in in the East. Right, but was this was Donovan's his first year or his second year? So I, mean, I think it was his first. Yeah, so do I. So you've got yeah. got to give some time to build, it. To, to build it, it here, and I think he's a proven NBA coach for sure. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. College football, Josh Newman, youth beat writer for the Salt Lake Tribune, coming up at 8 o'clock. Stay with us. The top 60 and 60 is back on the Zone Sports Network every day at 1.30. Hands and Scotty are counting down the top 60 players in the state of Utah heading towards the start of the college football season. It's the top 60 and 60 presented by Cypress Credit Union and Icon Health and Fitness right here on the Zone Sports Network. So, PK, are you about to write something that is going to fire up some people, tweak others, frustrate yet another group? I can't speak to how it would be received, but BYU football, which is always a hot topic, uh, they face a very critical season here. You know, people want them to validate. We talked about that. I sound like a coward. But I'll say about Colin, (laughs) as he argues with himself. And that Jason Taylor's uh, sister who's on that show with him. Uh, They have to validate this last season with more success. Because if they follow up with a... If they win nine ball games this season, well, then last year wasn't a fluke. I mean, I don't necessarily think that they need to do that. Last season goes down as one of the better seasons that they've had. Whether you believe it was legitimate or not, it just makes for it fodder and discussion. I think the bigger issue at stake is Kalani Sataki and this staff building a solid program. Because if he backs it up with another, if they win nine games, as I said, this season then you can't argue he has developed a solid program. I don't think you can argue anyway. 11 wins, number two pick, five draft picks, another seven free agents, right? For a total of 12 guys, potentially. Well, they're going to be in camp. Camp's open already and have an opportunity to make rosters. We'll see how it shakes out in a few weeks when they get to the cutdowns towards the end of the month and all that stuff and into September. But if he follows it up with eight or nine wins, against uh, seven Power Fives, Boise State. Uh, they should be Utah State. Utah State needs some time to develop here. Uh, but it's a, this more representative schedule and maybe even the best one they've had since Independence. We won't, you won't, Looking at it on paper, you can say yes, no, but you really don't know until you get to the end of the season. Uh, so the point being, this is a crucial season for him to show that he's developed a program, and now the, ho- the program is humming the way they want it, the way Lavelle Edwards had it, the way Bronco Mendenhall had it before they went independent. Bronco Mendenhall certainly had it going on there 
at the end of uh, like 2006, 7, 8, 9. There's no question he had it going in the Mountain West. And so he's Sataki's looking to do that. And can he do it? Because I don't think he's proven, we all love him, but I don't think he's proven yet that he's capable of building a program that consistently wins three out of four, four out of five years, those, that type of thing. And I don't think the administration has looked at it that he's capable of doing that. And I've spoken to multiple people, and I'll just leave it at that, people uh, associated with the program who are just furious that the administration can't love up Mark Pope enough. But Sataki is sort of a wait and see. I mean, Pope gets aboard, has that phenomenal season, charismatic as all get out. And last November, November of 2020, unless I'm wrong, but I'm, I'm almost sure, and y'all can back me up, you know, as all things BYU, they extend him through 26-27, basically before the season began. So he's got one season. Yeah, he had one year in the books. And largely Dave Rose's players, with Jake Toulson coming back, who was an original Dave Rose player, but obviously played for Pope at UVU, uh, comes back, and they have a great season. They beat Gonzaga, number one, places packed, thrilling. What an environment. Best environment they had since Jimmer, right? So, And then a huge question mark is no NCAA tournament. Yeah, what, we, we would, don't, we don't. what would they have done? Although BYU doesn't traditionally go deep in the NCAAs. Right. So. But they don't traditionally be the number one team in the country, so there was hope that this is a Sweet 16 team, although there are very few BYU Sweet 16 teams. Two. This <laughs> could be number three. With the player of the year in Ainge and Jimmer. Right. Uh so that was enough to extend him seven friggin' years. Kalani goes nine and four that first year, largely with Broncos players. And largely a Bronco type record, nine and four. Mm. Bronco was averaging eight and a half wins in independence. But he doesn't get anything for it. And then they wait until November, November of yeah. the year before. The thing is, so the fourth of the five-year deal, they extend them. But they extend them only to 2023. But Pope gets a seven-year deal off of one season with Dave Rose's So players. what you're saying is, over here, sizzling hot. Over here, lukewarm. So the obvious thing is, they're holding the four and nine against him. And they're holding the seven and six against him not rewarding him for beating USC and Tennessee on consecutive weeks, which is what BYU fans crave, but they're holding against him. Fourth quarter collapses at Toledo, South Florida, and Hawaii. And I don't have any problem with that. I'm not criticizing what BYU's doing. I realize it's me, so it sounds like criticism, because I could say it's a sunny day, and people are going to say, why is he so negative? I mean, I get that, and a lot of it's on me, my tone and all this stuff you've lectured me for. That has gone in one ear and out the other. Advised, for not lectured. <laughs> advised, but it works. It works. I'm in my friggin' twentieth year, so something's going on. I agree. Uh, so don't don't fix a uh, car that's running well. Uh, so I'm not necessarily criticizing BYU. Point I'm making that if he turns in a football team that wins nine games against this, against this schedule, I don't want to hear anybody say, yeah, but this guy was hurt for this team. or what. Forget that. Shut up. 
I didn't know where you were going there. <laughs> they won. If they should win nine games, then Kalani has built a right. solid program. But the other and question. he then needs to get that love that they're so willing to give Pope. Yeah, but will it be too late at that point? By the time that, well, that's a, people, multiple people are complaining to you, by the time multiple people are complaining to you, yeah. it's a full rolling boil. And you know this from your own personal experience. People are willing to tell you stuff, mostly good stuff, sometimes bad, but when you really get a heavy dose of the negative stuff, like you did when Croton was a few years deep, you know, by the time he got to his third year, people were talking left and right because they were super frustrated. So when I hear you say people going to you about employment, I'm thinking people are super frustrated. And I have not had these conversations. So I'm, I'm taking what I'm saying right now from what you've just said, and I'm putting myself and people I've worked with who I've liked, because TV and coaching have a lot in common, actually, in the way employment works. Are you and telling I'm me I got Croton kind of when I got canned by Channel that. 2? You what? Are you comparing no. me to Croton when I got bleep canned by Channel 2? Nope. Did you have to resign under pressure? <laughs> no, he didn't. That was a phone call. You're out. Oh, okay. Bye. <laughs> Tom, you're out. So Michael said to me. Yeah. Michael Corleone called me on PK, you're out. Okay, <laughs> bye. That was it. Then I had to call it was, it was more Tom Hagen than it was Gary Gordon. You're out. Yeah. All right. Well, 12 years. Heck of a run. And I think it also brings up the question, does the administration really believe in the 11-1 last year? And you fans are sitting over here with their arms folded going, mm-hmm. They're best Steve Klauke. Mm-hmm. I believe in their 11-1. The NFL believes in it. I agree the NFL believes in it. And I think that matters a lot. Sure. Underscore that, put an exclamation point. The NFL doesn't care where you went to school or your rival or what the rival says. They're looking for talent. They're looking for athletes. They're right. looking for high football IQ. That's all they care about. That is all they and, care and about. And decent people, yeah. They, they would rather that. not have issues. Right. Right. So they so got that. You don't have issues, and you got size, and you got speed, and you clearly you are can make thinking that the one game. Pl- one throw in a practice indoor facility. That? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They should have. At the Marriott Center this year. <laughs> I know have, where you're going. Have the Angel layup. <laughs> I knew where you were going. And the Zach Wilson <laughs> the Zach throw. Wilson throw. <laughs> the two greatest plays also, in the hey, two most prominent sports. Interspersed Jimmer Fredette's three-pointer against Utah. I mean, that's way. great and all, but it doesn't compare to those. <laughs> so I guess the question point. for another segment, because I know we got to go. <laughs> but here's the question I have listening to all of this. We know the coaching pool isn't that deep. It's there, but it isn't that deep. And we know BYU... Doesn't want to pay the going rate. They want to pay a percentage of the going rate. Now, the coaching pool's never been better. Okay, and that's another discussion, and I knew you were going to go there because we've talked about this <laughs> off the air, and, and I agree with you. They've they got to be feeling better about this hire than they did about the Steve Cleveland basketball hire. That pool was a little thin. It oh, worked Bronco. out. It oh, worked Kalani. out. And Bronco, yeah. That pool was a little thin. Yeah. So and they just hired now. a women's cross-country coach who is an LDS. Yeah, if you win a national championship, then you Well, then get Barry Switzer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Barry, get over here. On the list of people who won a national championship who aren't getting hired at BYU, I'm going to put him number one. Jimmy Johnson. Les Miles. Got, Jimmy Johnson. Les Miles have a better chance. All right, DJ and PK. So, so why not give them a little more, a little more love then? Prove it first. Let's prove it this year, and I think he gets the love. 
Yeah, but at that point, does he want her? Is he just so furious? I can't speak for him, but uh, I, I could be furious, and you can give me a few more hundred thousand, and my furiousness can <laughs> subside. <laughs> Your furiousness can be bought and paid for. Yes, it can. All right, DJ and PK. Well, first, got to win the games. DJ and PK, when we come back, Josh Newman, Ute beat writer for the Salt Lake Tribune, joins us next as Utes get ready for fall camp. Stay with us.